we are going to conclude the series we have been dealing with called crossroads and today we are going to conclude that series you know i thought it is important to share on how to find the best choice for our lives as we stand in different crossroads in our lives you know the choice we make is very important as most of the time you know we may be asked to find what god's will concerning this in our lives what is god's will concerning this in our lives we are already standing at a crossroad and we are asked to make a decision there there are various choices around us and god is asking us to make a decision to move forward or someone else is putting us in a spot and asking us to make the decision right now and as a child of god we need to worry about what is god's will concerning this in my life and as we are children of god we don't want to take any decision that's totally out of god's will always we try to take decisions that is something which is in line with god's will and as we know god's will is the best choice for us and today i'm going to share on how to find the right choice as we stand at different crossroads in our lives as we are concluding this series you know word of god says in jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16 jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16 i'm reading it from niv this is what the lord says stand at the crossroads and look ask for the ancient paths ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls but you said we will not walk in it jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16 You know, as we stand on the crossroads god is asking us to do quite a few things we talked about this many times god is asking us to enquire about the ancient paths god is asking us to find out the good way and he is asking us to remind just just wait there to find out the right way for you and move forward and then walk in it you know today many children of god they either live an effective ineffective christian life or many even walk away from god by choosing the wrong choices in their lives many christians many children of god they have an ineffective life they live on this earth or they choose to walk away from god it's basically because because of the wrong choices they made in their lives for example you know some of the marriages are not working out well the way it's supposed to be probably a wrong choice now some of the courses which we have taken in the university we are not able to complete the way we want that to be completed probably because of wrong choice you know sometimes we even feel like you know getting out of the city and you know probably moving to some other location probably this city is not for us we made a wrong choice of coming into this city you know sometimes even we feel that the church we get into we feel at times you know probably this is not the church or oh, i made a wrong choice i need to move from this church to another church you know some point of time in our lives we all face this kind of situation and then we realize it's probably the choice i made in my life was not the right choice 
you know, one point of time, some of us were walking in a deeper relationship with the Lord. Maybe something happened in our lives. Maybe a marriage. And then since then, we start going away from God. Or some, maybe a job. Or maybe a new friendship. We start walking away from God. You know what it shows? It shows there is something happened in your life. That was not the right choice. That was not the right decision that you made. That's the reason you are gone. You are drawn away from God today. And we can go on and on, you know, by quoting examples in our lives and lives of somebody else. The question is how, you know, question is how do we know which is the right choice as we stand at the crossroads in our lives. You know, the complexity comes into picture the moment we look at both the choices and we find both are good. We are not able to identify which is the right choice because we feel that both the choices seem to be good. You know, that's where it becomes more and more complex. And if you are given multiple options and if we find that more than one is suitable and that's where you find it very difficult to find out what exactly God wants you to do. You know, but unfortunately we cannot take both the choices. We are in such a situation, God is asking us, or someone is asking us to take, make one choice, one decision. We cannot make both choices and we cannot take both choices and go on. And we are in a situation where we need to make a decision. And which choice is the right choice according to God's will to my life is the question of many today. You know, the world is moving in such a fast pace. No one has time really to think about it or to pray about it. To find out is it really God's will. You know, everybody is tend to move with a gut feeling. You know what we feel. What we feel it is good. Just keep doing it and moving forward. No one has time really to, to think anything about whether it is good or bad. Whether it is the right choice or probably it's not the right choice. According to Gina and Karen, she says sometimes... We just have to take life as it comes. Without resistance, without planning, without judgment. Because when we are constantly trying to control the outcome, she says we leave very little room for serendipity and growth. Serendipity is an occurrence of events, you know, by chance in favor of us. You know, most of the time, even we tend to do that, we just... We try to find the right way, but then unfortunately we are not able to make a decision there and we just leave it there and see how things are happening. And we believe, we have a belief, belief thinking that things will happen in the right way. But you know what, if we read the scriptures properly, I'm sure God is not just stopping at that level. God is asking us to do little more homework before we take a decision in our lives. God wants us to find which is the right choice according to the will of God. You know, today that is the question. How do I know? How do I find out which is the right choice to my life? You know, I'm sure today morning as we listen to this, God is talking to someone of, some of us. And it may be even a prophetic message to some of our, some of our lives today this morning. I just want to give a uh, you know, little clue on how do we know it is the right choice for our lives. Number one, God is asking us to consult. As Debbie was mentioning. We need a bunch of counselors at times. God is asking us to consult. You know, when we are left out with few choices in our lives as we stand at the crossroads, God is asking us 
for counseling god is asking us to go and get counsel the number one counsel the best counsel that we can ever get is the counsel of god's word the counsel of god's word god is asking us to consult god's word in psalm 119 verse 105 says your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path god's word has an ability show us to show as the path in which we need to walk that's what the verse verse means god's word has an ability inherent ability to show us the way in which we need to walk all that we need to do god is expecting us to go back go to the word of god and find out lord what i am supposed to do at this moment in isaiah chapter 30 verse 21 isaiah chapter 30 verse 21 word of god says your ears shall hear a word behind you saying this is the way walk in it this is the way walk in it your ears will hear a word behind telling you this is the way walk in it whenever you turn to the right and or whenever you turn to the left you hear a voice from god saying that this is the way you walk in it all that god is expecting us to go and consult with the word of god in jeremiah chapter 42 verse 3 says that the lord your god may show us the way in which we should walk and the thing we should do jeremiah 42 verse 3 you know our god is not a god who calls us into this and just leaves us over there to make our own decisions he's not such a god he's always with us he's always behind us to make sure that we make the right choice in our lives in psalm 32 verse 8 word of god says psalm 32 verse 8 i will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go i will guide you with my eye you know word of god is full of counsel word of god is in full of counsel psalm 37 verse 4 word of god says delight yourself in the lord and he will give you the desires of your heart delight yourself in the law delight yourself in the lord in the word of god and he will put the desire of his will in our hearts you know if the bible does not speak against something you know we can consider that will spiritually benefit to me there are certain things you know that is forbidden in the word of god certainly they are not the will of god but then bible doesn't say anything specifically about certain things you know at times we can consider that may be beneficial for that if the bible is not asking us to stop doing something you know we can still consider the rest of the rest of the thing what bible says and there are two things as i said we need to consider one is we need to make sure bible is not forbidding what we are trying to do if there are two choices the one choice the moment bible forbids that the moment bible prevents us to do that let's not get into it let's look at the other choice and the second thing we need to keep in mind make sure the option what is in front of us will always result in glory of god glorifying god it will bring glory to god anything that is forbidden i don't want to do i don't want to get into it but the option i select i want to make sure it will eventually bring glory to god now i'm going to throw a little more right light light into it now the first counsel we talked about is the counsel of god's word and we are still within counsel 
Second counsel we can think about is counsel of God's servants. You know, consulting God's servants is another method to find what God wants us to do. But you know, also we need to keep that in mind. Consulting others, I would say, is also equally or more potentially dangerous, you know, if someone is not leading us in the right way. You go to a child of God, a man of God, and you go for counsel. And you know, the, the, the intention that what you carry in your mind is, whatever comes out from his word, is the word of God. But that may not be, not necessarily that always true. You know, always God is asking us, if we, the moment you get a counsel from someone, God is asking us to get that counsel and again come back to the word of God. Because this is the only authentic word that we have from God. Keep that in mind what he spoke to you. Read the scripture and try to find out you know, what exactly God is trying to do. What exactly God wants us to do. So always we, uh, we can take the counsel from others. We can listen. You know, Some of the words, some of the encouragement that they can give is always going to motivate you in the right direction. So we can always go and get the counsel from somebody and as long as it motivates, it directs us towards the right choice in our lives we can go. But always we need to keep word of God as the authentic reference for us. The third thing within the council, first of all we said we can counsel the word of God, we can get the counsel from the servant of God, we can also, we also need to consult ourselves, we also need to consult even with others. You know, because the word, the word of God we read in Jeremiah chapter 6, 16 says, ask for the ancient paths. You know, if you are asked to make a choice in your life, word of God is telling us to go back, look at the ancient paths and found out you are in a situation, similar situation at some point of time in our own lives how we made the decision what choice we made in that time just look at that in our life what has happened how God brought us from that situation to right now today and we need to learn from that and God is asking us to move forward if it had not happened to us it would have happened with somebody else just talk to find talk, talk to them and find out you are in such a situation today I am in what decision you took how God anointed you at that moment how God led you at that moment try to learn from them there are various ways we can get counsel today. You know, that counsel really encourages us. That counsel that puts us in the right way. Counsel of the word of God. Counsel from the men of God. Counsel from others life. God, how God reacted at that situation. Or how they responded when God asked them to move in that particular direction. That helps us. Secondly, God is asking us to listen. God is asking us to listen. How do we find out the right choice in our lives as we stand at the crossroads? God is asking us to listen. Listen to whom? Listen to God. Listen to God. God is there to help us to make the right choice in our lives. You know, the first thing we want to listen from God, the first thing we need to do is stop eating and start praying. It may look a little odd. But first thing we need to do, if you want to listen God's voice, stop eating and start praying. Stop eating and start praying. You know, fasting helps us to listen God's voice. Fasting helps us to listen God's voice. Fasting puts the flesh down and it brings the spirit up. 
and the spirit is capable of listening from God not the flesh not the flesh but the spirit is capable of connecting with God and if you want to listen anything from God today for to make a decision in your life this is what God is asking you to do fast fasting has been the effective tool of many you know effective Christians today many of them to know God's will they fast days after days to know what God wants them to do when we are standing at the crossroads and not knowing you know which choice is the right choice for us the second thing that God is asking us to do is to listen from him prayer reveals God's direction in our lives in Colossians chapter 1 verse 9 word of God says Colossians chapter 1 verse 9 for this reason we also since the day we heard it do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding Paul is writing to the church in Colossae and he's saying we heard about you and the moment we heard about you we started praying for you praying for what that you may be filled with the knowledge of God's will you may be filled with the knowledge of God's will if someone wants to know God's will all that we need to do is pray to God Colossians 4 12 word of God says Epaphras who is one of you a bond servant of Christ greets you always laboring fervently for you in prayer that's what all that he does Epaphras he just prays for the churches and the believers over there that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God and what he was praying can you imagine a man sitting there and praying days and nights for another church in another city and all that what he's praying he's not praying for healing he's not praying for a breakthrough there all that he's praying there is Lord show your will to the people of God over there show your will to the people of God because that man of God he knows God's will is the best choice for them nothing else if they walk in God's will they have everything in their lives you know that's what God is telling us this morning just pray for God's will when Peter was praying God revealed his will concerning Cornelius and the Gentiles what the amazing things that God was about to do among the Gentiles was revealed to Peter when he was praying when Paul was praying God revealed that Ananias is going to come to you and he is going to pray and he is going to tell you what is God's will God spoke to Ananias and Paul and prepared their hearts when the early church prayed for God's will when they prayed together God revealed his will and the church moved forward because they knew very well what to do next and today at times you know we just we just stand still knowing without knowing what to do next and God is telling us that we need to pray more so that we know what to do next Jesus was praying at the garden of Gethsemane what kind of prayer it was in Luke 22 42 we read that he was praying for God's will he was praying for God's will he says father if it is your will take this cup away from me nevertheless not my will but yours be done prayer prayer brings God's will into our lives how do we know when we pray how do we listen to God we need to listen to the inner voice we need to listen the way God deals with our spirit that we can hear not outside at times but inside to get the supernatural direction of God 
As we prepare our lives for a time of prayer and fasting, as I said, our spirit is enlightened. Our spirit is enlightened. Our flesh is controlled. The thoughts of flesh stop coming now. The more we fast and more we pray, the thoughts of flesh will slowly disappear. Now what comes in our lives is the thought of the spirit. You know the thoughts, our mind can work you know, by the prompting of our flesh and also by the prompting of our spirit. As we put our flesh down, the spirit is enlightened. And that's how God spoke to many people in their lives. When Elijah was running as he was afraid of his life from Jezebel, Word of God says in 1st Kings 19, I can read that for you, 1st Kings 19, 11 to 12. Then he said, finally, he was just running and he was in the cave over the night. And God brought him up and he, God asked him to go and stand there in the mountain. Word of God says, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not there in the wind. And after the wind there was an earthquake. But the Lord was not there in the earthquake. Verse 12 says 1 Kings 19. And after the earthquake a fire. But the Lord was not there in the fire. But after the fire a still small voice. That's where we can find God's voice today. That's where we can find. Habakkuk says in Habakkuk chapter 2. Verses 1 to 2. I can read that for you. Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 1 to 2. I will stand my watch. I will stand at my watch. Standing, someone standing, a guard standing at the watchtower. And set myself on the rampart. It's a wall or a guard post. I will stand and watch to see what he will say to me. And what I will answer when I am corrected. The just live by faith. And verse 2 says, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. You know what God's, God is saying in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2, 1 to 2? Just watch for God. Just wait on the Lord and listen to God. You know, God's thoughts, God's voice, when it comes in our lives, it comes as a spontaneous thought. Visions, feelings and impressions that God makes in our lives. You know, there are four keys. Quickly, I just want to give you to listen God's voice. I know it's critical for many of us today. First thing is, we need to quieten our mind so that we can hear God's voice easier. We need to quieten our mind as we sit in the presence of God. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 talk about it. Secondly, look for visions by fixing our eyes on Jesus. Hebrews 12, 2 says, look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of faith. Why do we look into Jesus? God is about to show something to us. God is about to show something to us. We quieten our minds. We look for visions. And we need to recognize thirdly God's voice that flows as a spontaneous thought 
in our lives in our spirit i don't know how many of you experience that you know as we wait upon the lord the moment god starts dealing with us it doesn't stop it just flows within us a spontaneous thought that comes within us a prompting that comes it is supported followed by a vision in our lives and god is asking us to wait upon the lord and as he told habakkuk he is also asking us to write down those things that god speaks to us those spontaneous flow of information that god puts in our minds god is asking us to write those things why otherwise we forget otherwise most of the time we just we don't realize what god spoke to us and as words comes in our way as god speaks to us god is asking us to put that in the journal and keep that and maintain that for our future reference that's what god told john when he was in the Isle of Patmos he told just write down what you see the same god is telling us today just write down what you see because writing down is important as the lord speaks to us as we stand at the crossroads today god is asking us to listen to him listen to him thirdly god is asking us to examine god is asking us to examine we have two options god is asking us to make the right decision right choice you know we need to find out which choice has an eternal impact which choice out of these two has an eternal impact that's the choice god is asking us to make we need to examine the doors that are open in front of us and god is asking us to examine which door eventually will take us into eternity for example i will give you one simple example jonah was given two options one option obviously from god another option obviously from his flesh and he was given two options there and that one option is eternally connected god wanted him to go to nineveh because god wanted the people of nineveh not to perish god wanted people of nineveh to come back to god but the second option was his option it is easy to find you know if you are very keen one option will lead us into eternity or one option will give there will give us the eternal impact will have the eternal impact and god is asking us to have that option as our option today you know the reason why some of us you know come to this nation god wanted our lives to be prepared for eternity it has an eternal impact i know some of us are if we are in our own country we are surrounded by relatives we are surrounded by families they don't allow us to serve god they don't allow us to know god they don't allow us to follow god that's the reason god has separated us from our own nations and brought us over here there is a purpose behind it if that is what is going on in our life that's a right choice that god has for us you know we can just go on and on there are many reasons many situations we can identify that god is leading as towards eternity or our decisions our move is having eternal impact if you are today standing at the crossroads of decision making god wants us to consider that seriously the questions that we need to ask to handle different options as we face will it help me to grow in god more will it help me to serve god if i make the decision it may be a job it may be our move whatever it may be we need to throw these questions will it help me to live a clean and pure life if i get into this job or it is going to corrupt me or because of the atmosphere over there it is going to corrupt my mind is it the right choice for me will i be surrounded with godly people or will i be surrounded with ungodly people they can take me away from god 
you know we need to worry about our children too at times if I get into this particular situation or it may be a church or it may be a setup or it may be a community where we live if I get into that place will my children grow godly you know these are the some of the questions that we need to ask in order to find out what God wants us to do because God's choice will always result in eternal impact finally if we are trying to make the decision God is asking us to consult God is asking us to listen God is asking us to examine we do all these things you know one of the main problem with most of us today we reach to a point junction and where we need to make a decision we have all this information but with all this information we have taken the decision but then we don't move forward the final thing that we need to do God is asking us to walk consult listen and examine and then start walking and start walking can you imagine a situation where four junctions four-way junction all the four car comes and stops if no one is no one is willing to go from there what's going to happen now there's going to be a confusion then eventually there can be an accident too you know that's what happens in most of our lives we come to a decision but then we don't move we don't move forward and today God is asking us to move forward the moment we know it is the will of God it is from God God is asking us to move forward you know it is equivalent to we just make we call a taxi and the call taxi comes there you are standing at the road and the taxi comes and sits stands in front of you but you are not willing to get into it and this taxi is not going to wait for long and he is going to wait for you maybe few minutes and then he is going to go away he is going to go away someone has decided to marry a girl for example everything has come through they are know they are sure it is God's will they know that it is from God everything is arranged and organized but this man is not taking the final step to get the marriage done he's going to eventually lose you know many times we lose things in our lives because we don't move forward and God is asking us today that he is telling us to move forward he's telling us to move forward you know there are many things that we need to move forward in our lives and I would like to close soon one of the strange advices at least it was strange to me when I got I got from a senior pastor in Maritimes when I was sharing my desire to become to come full-time into the ministry I openly shared with them this is what I my desire is I'm still not sure whether I need to quit my job full-time job and get into ministry and I spoke to him you know this is what he told I think I was talking to him in last October if I remember correctly and he told me if you feel that God is calling you to do that just step out and wet your feet then you will know it's God or not if it is not God quit your full-time ministry and go back to your job that appeared to me strange because I don't want to do it I want to know for sure whether it is a call of God in my life but you know what that voice gave he gave me if you keep on waiting and waiting how long you are going to wait just do it and if that happens you know it is God's will if it doesn't happen go back there is nothing harm go back and wait and pray more or work for another few years and then come back to ministry but I thank God it worked very well it worked very well 
You know, sometimes, in our times, we hesitate to take the next step that takes us to move ahead, that takes us ahead of us. And God is telling us, we need to move forward. It is not easy at times, but still God wanted us to move forward. God wants us to move forward. What comes in my mind is Moses standing with all the thousands and thousands of children of Israel, standing in front of the Red Sea. He has the trust in God. He has the belief in God. Knowing that God is going to do something there. He also heard from God that God is going to do something there. God has already equipped him very well. But that doesn't deny the fact that he is a man. He is a human. He is a human being standing there. Think about that situation. But you know what God said? Move forward. It's tough. Move forward. That's the answer he got from God. Move forward. You know, at times God tells us to do it. That works. When that happens, things will not happen naturally. It has to happen supernaturally. That's how things are going to happen. You know, many of the things that what God, when God does some things miraculously, it's not natural. We try to always understand. We try to get that in natural means, but it never works that way. It never works that way. When God is doing something there, we cannot confine the way God works by our natural means. Things happen supernaturally. If Moses would have realized, how is it possible? It's not going to happen. All that Moses had to do at that moment, just obey, just obey, just obey. No matter what the cost is, no matter how much is involved there, just obey. You know, that's what God wants us to do at that moment. Just obey. Because then only, only when we obey, only when we don't consider our natural limitations, then only God can do something supernaturally. And today, God is telling us, we need to counsel. We need the counsel of God from the word of God. We need to listen to God. And God is asking us to wait upon him. And God is also asking us to examine the ways they are in, that are in front of us. And God is asking us to move forward and walk into the way, in the way God has already set up for us. Amen.